You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Jo Smith. And today's episode is called, uh, Are They Better Than You? <laughs> Sorry, I had it written differently than it is on the thing. That's okay. Good. Um, are they better than you? Are they? Uh, and to get, I don't even know what word was about to come out, but that's what I get for laughing. Uh, t- <laughs> today we're talking about how we misunderstand insecurity. Yes. And of course we're going to give you some practical insight you better into it. how you can overcome this. But we also want to tell you guys about this new series that we are going to be starting. It is not going to be our regular uh, weekly podcast. It's going to be something we're going to release during the week. So it's, it's, it's additional content that you get, mm-hmm. even if you're not in the inner circle. What? Yep. what? And Check it's, it's called stains on the church. Yes. It is going to be, um, we think it's going to be fun. We've had fun yeah. so far putting it together. And so we hope that you will tune in for that. Yeah. Yes, and Inner Circle, you still will get access first, just so you know. Of course. Um, so, yeah, that's good stuff. So, yeah. uh, are they better than you? Well, see, I don't, it's hard. Who are they? Anybody. Who, who them? Anybody who thinks they're better than me. <laughs> so, we, this conversation comes up a lot. I remember having this conversation anytime we have gone to a new setting to do ministry, mm-hmm. or I've discussed with um, particularly women who are not part of a church, like, hey, you should come to church. The number one thing that I have heard from women is, well, I don't want to go because I just feel judged. I feel like everybody there thinks they're better than me. So it's not just women, though. I've heard that from men as mm, well. Okay. I've heard men say the same thing, like, oh, they just think they're, they think they're, they're so good. And there's mm-hmm. also this underlying statement that people say um, that carries the same tone, mm-hmm. but it's just worded different of like, well, I couldn't go in there because the church would burn down if I walked in. Right. But it's, it's not even the church in church situations alone. Like this happens a lot where people are automatically putting this uh, barrier where they're, mm-hmm. they're thinking about other people thinking about what they, they are. think about themselves. It's, it's a lot. Y'all. It's exhausting. It's a lot. It's, it's very way more, exhausting. Way more than you need to be worried about. Yeah. And I find it hard in those, in those conversations. I've found it in the past difficult to move past that. What I often find is there's such an, an obstinance about like, well, no, these people think this about me, or, um, I have such a low view of myself yeah. in, in relation to these people that now I've, I've created this, this distance that, that can't be overcome. Yeah. Because really that's what they're saying. They're not saying, I mean, when you, whenever you make a statement about, well, they think this, what you're yeah. really saying is I'm, I feel this way based on how I view myself and based mm-hmm. on how I view them. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because you can't know what other what anyone else thinks unless you're God, or unless they tell you. Like unless hey. someone's just outright says, you and know what? Somebody, I'm better than yeah, you. Yeah, if somebody has said to you, oh, "What is it?" It's in the movie Baby Mama, where she's oh. like, so "You think you're better you think, than me?" She's like, "I am certain <laughs> that I am better than you." Like if you have a situation like that where it's a very dysfunctional relationship, yes. you can say with confidence, like they do think they're better than me. Yeah, but insecurity <laughs> is really what we're like the root of what's going on in 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 that situation because insecurity is something that all of us deal with in mm-hmm. some way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, yeah. And insecurity, we've got a, a definition for y'all. Yes. Kylie Joe, would you hit them? With I the would love definition? to read the definition of Please insecurity. Do. It is a feeling of general unease or nervousness that may be triggered by perceiving of oneself to be vulnerable or inferior in some way, or, or a sense of vulnerability or instability 
which threatens one's self-image or ego. Ooh, I like I like that the definition has threatens your self-image. Right. That's so good because that image that you put up in yourself, in yourself, in your own mind. In yourself of yourself. In yourself, for yourself, by the people, for the people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that image is, um, it's so fickle. Yeah. And it's based on how we feel. It could be based on if you had, you know, a breakfast burrito that morning or mm. if you had some Kellogg's Delicious. Corn Pops. Like it. Yeah. So it could be all of your situation mm-hmm. wrapped up in that moment. I know there are days. I just, I think I just told you this the other day, like we'll go to the gym and um, <laughs> right after you leave the gym, you always feel like so fit. And oh like, yeah. Your Man, muscles are tight. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then like 15, 20 minutes later, you're looking and be like, did I even go to the gym? Everything's all <laughs> loose and string right you know and so (laughs) but like that insecurity just seeps in Mm -hmm. because the the image that i automatically put up in my mind is shattered by whatever i see around me well and if you think about it in the gym too oftentimes there's a mirror Mm -hmm. where you get to see yourself doing the work yeah and i always feel a greater sense of satisfaction when i can look and see one that i'm doing it correctly yeah like ah yes i'm good especially if i'm the only one in the gym yeah because it changes when somebody else when somebody else is in there like getting it yeah let that muscle head come in there dang I don't, excuse me. I don't know if you guys saw our episode with uh, our brother Frankie Shane. Right. Frank, Frankie Shane is. Swole. I don't want to work out in the same yeah, me, gym as Frankie. Me I mean, and Frankie, we love, love you, bro, Frankie. But... but I'm gonna have to go when you leave. That way, I don't feel. You know what I mean? Because this is insecurity. I'm, and I don't. I don't ever think. Oh, they think they're stronger than me. No. First off, I can see they're stronger than me because they're lifting more weight. <laughs> um, but that thought in other areas of of life seep in of like, yeah. man, they think they're better. They think they're more talented. They just think, um, and the other people generally are unaware of yeah. whatever it is you're talking about. And it's, and especially in the gym, this is just, this one just, just hits keep on right now. The gym analogy is just working. <laughs> like I remember at one time, man, I was probably in high school mm-hmm. and my family and I, we would go to the gym, like on base, we would go to the, the, um, Air, the Force, Air Force base, base. and I would be like, oh my gosh, everyone's looking at me. You know, like as a teenager, it's yeah. like the number one thing you think. And so I would want to dress cute and blah, blah, blah. And realizing later, like nobody in here was is ever looking at, yeah. first of all, this kid in here with her family. At least they shouldn't be. Um, right. But also like as an adult, I get in there and I realize I am so self-focused in the gym. Yeah. I'm never looking like, how much weight are they lifting? I need to make sure I'm lifting at least as much as they are. <laughs> or more. But I'm never thinking about like, oh, wow, they're really weak. I'm not I'm not doing that kind of like other people critiquing. I'm more yeah. looking at myself. But then how easy is it for me to think like, oh, no, do they do they see me not be able to lift that many weights? Yeah. I, 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 like I, I start to then internalize all of this like comparison and insecurity. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. we start for some reason we put our value in those moments in that comparison in situations where normally we wouldn't even think about it. Yeah. So like thinking about like church, like they think they're better than me. <laughs> if if you ran into that person outside of church, would that thought even come into your mind? At the grocery store. Yeah. Like, oh, they're buying lemons. They think they're better than me because they <laughs> they're buying afford. organic. Yeah. Like, wow. Like. <laughs> That thought normally doesn't even come into your mind. Right. Um, but as soon as you start comparing yourself to someone, then you start putting your identity in something that is trivial. Mm. You start putting your identity in something that truly you you might not even care that much about. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the way you dress or the, you know, the car you drive. It might be fine, you know, eight days out of the week because mm-hmm. there's seven days. Yes. But, um, but until you pull up on that person driving that Benz and then yeah. all of a sudden it's like. Oh man, I'm less of a person now. Well, and th- what this is, it's, it's what scripture talks about putting confidence in the flesh. Okay. When we equate our worth and our value and our um, ability to contribute um, to society, mm-hmm. to what we physically or tangibly can bring, mm, yeah, 
we're putting confidence in our works. We are yeah. works based righteousness. We are making a law of something that is not a law. That's and good. I see that a lot with mom culture. Oh yeah. Truthfully. And, and it happens. Sorry, so am, I, am I allowed to say yeah? Cause I'm not a mom. Oh yeah. You're totally allowed. Okay, Everyone can, can see it. In. Even okay. if you're not a mom, if you're a dad, if you're just like, an I just want to make sure. Cause sometimes like if a man speaks up on any issue like that, surrounds women's lives women are like you can't say that that is called sexism that's called reverse sexism it's oh not. no just stop kidding it. stop <laughs> it. stop that no but, but anyway, truthfully, mom with mom culture it happens so much because like and i remember feeling this and being like why do i feel this why do i feel the need to one up another mom like oh well my baby slept through the night well my baby sleeps through both nights <laughs> my baby slept like, a whole week wait of, that's not healthy that, they shouldn't be yeah and, 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 in, and in this i think mom culture is even more toxic because it not only puts all this identity stuff on the mother mm -hmm. but now we begin using our children as leverage mm. i really can't stand those conversations where you may I, I remember the first time i had this conversation with another mom and i was like wait are we competing right now yeah because i'm not doing that like I, yeah. I i had to stop it right in that moment because it was like oh well did did Isaiah do this at this age? Because my child's been doing it. And I was like, well, I'm not interested in comparing yeah. two children from two genetic pools that are completely different. Number With one. two different upbringings. With two different, two different upbringings, yeah. two different like temperaments. But there's yeah. no reason to compare, but there is this instant like, well, my worth as a mother is based on the performance of my child. Well, no, yeah. no sis, that's a lie from the pit of hell. Yeah. Straight Your up. worth is based on who God says you are. Yeah. And Certainly we want to do our work with excellence, but I feel like there's just such a toxicity, especially in mom culture where it's like, oh, well, you're not using cloth diapers. You're not using organic or you're not making your own baby food. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, and you, then it, you then went back to work. Then it's, oh my goodness. Yeah. Or you didn't go back to work. Wow. Yeah. Like that's terrible for you. And there's this instant feeling of like, oh, you think you're better than me. Yeah. Well, and, uh, to, for, from a gentleman that are watching for the fellas, this <laughs> Sorry. is for the fellas. That was a woman tangent. That's okay. No, that was good because it's important to, to see that. And, um, men feel pressure in a different way though. Men feel pressure when it comes to providing for income. Mm. And so when men get together, the first question, if you just meet somebody, generally the first question is like, you know, Hey, what do you do? What do you yeah. do for a living? The yeah. underlying, um, cultural understanding is we're about to rank the pecking order. We're wow. about to see kind of where you are. And it's mm. never like, your response, just a little tip for the fellows out there, your response isn't um, to, to get in that pecking order, isn't mm -hmm. based on what you do. It's based on your confidence and what you do. I've learned this. Oh, that's good. Because that's good. if, uh, I, I mean, my brother for a while, my oldest brother, he had a mobile car wash. So he had all this stuff. He would drive around to different parts of the city and he would wash cars. And I remember him having a conversation with a person and they're like, hey, what do you do? And, um, well, my brother was talking to them and they said they did something very like fancy, right? Lawyer or something. <laughs> and uh, my brother was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I own my own business and we do this and we do this and do this. Uh, and like the way he said it, he just had confidence. It didn't matter mm -hmm. that he was washing cars, right? And so in those situations, uh, we allow somebody else's uh, stature or yeah. what we... Uh, what we ascribe that stature to mean to affect our confidence in our own being. And, yeah. and it, it yeah. stirs up our insecurity. Mm -hmm. And like when you're talking to other, like as a dad or as a husband and uh, another husband's like, Oh yeah, I just bought my wife this. I just bought my kids this, you know, we just went on vacation here. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden as a dad is like, Oh, I'm less of a dad because I, I can't do that. I, I wasn't able to do, Oh man. Wow. But I've never felt the, they think they're better than me. I felt the, I'm not good enough. I'm not measuring I, up. Exactly. Well, that's that instability. Yes. Um, that threatens your self image. Like that's that, that vulnerability that, oh my goodness. And we've talked about the root of that. So often going back to the garden or going back to like the, the, fall. the foundation, yeah, the fall yeah. of, of humanity. Um, but 
but more than understanding where it comes from, we, we need to really know like all the different ways that it affects our relationships, all the different ways. Like there's no human being ever that has not experienced some form of insecurity other than Christ. Christ had complete security. That's why we look to him um, as our security, but it's so um, common for us to feel this yet. It is so normal for us to minimize it. Mm, That's good. It's so like, well, I don't because, and it's crazy because at the same time that we try to reduce or um, make it seem like we don't feel insecure, Mm -hmm. we are highlighting and magnifying it. Like, oh, wow. it, yeah. like I, I look at social media, like <laughs> Straight up, yeah. I know that I'm like, okay, well, I just want to talk about, you know, this vacation I went on, but yet the way I'm doing it at times, I'll, I'll find that fleshly impulse of like, well, I want to make sure that everybody knows I had a great time. I'll make sure it so was an awesome vacation. It was a great bad. vacation. And, and we're so blessed, right? Because as Christians, we want to make sure people know <laughs> that we're blessed. Hashtag blessed. With everything that we get yeah. and we get to do. And so there's a part of me that's like, oh man, now I'm posturing. Yeah. Now I'm trying to make it seem like I have security in something. Mm-hmm. When that was never the thing that I'm supposed to point people to. That's right. The vacation I went on or the gift. And especially at Christmas time, I feel like it is so common. I really, yes, so- I just want you to know personal problem that I have pet peeve. I hate posting pictures of Christmas gifts. Oh, you hit the plosives. I, <laughs> sorry. I just, I just really, I really hate it mm-hmm. because I think, um, maybe I'm a little old school or maybe I'm, maybe I'm being kind of a, a boomer in this, but I'm like, back in the day, you got a Christmas gift <laughs> back in the day. back in my day, kids, we, we had to develop our we, pictures at Walgreens. Yes. And you didn't, you didn't post it for people. You put it in the family scrapbook or here's the thing. You didn't take a picture at all. You just enjoyed the freaking gift. I don't know. That's just a weird thing. It's odd. It's odd. Not, that's I think just a small antiquated you're a dinosaur now. I know. Um, but that's important about the, uh, posting the stuff. I yeah. like people do it with their things. People did it during Thanksgiving, right? People were posting the pictures of their, of their food. First off, why everybody's eating the same thing and they we're don't all, look good. Yeah, Y'all, it don't look you're good. You're not professional food picture takers, photographers. That's the word. Uh, <laughs> you're not a food picture taker. You're not, you're not. <laughs> and so all you're doing is posting pictures of food. And, but what about those people that can't eat? Right? Like you're insecure because you want everybody to know like, oh man, everybody else is posting. I want you to I know want, that I ate well. I want to make sure that everybody knows, look at what I'm eating. Um, and somebody else is looking at you and you're stirring insecurity in them. And so Oof, uh, the same Lord thing Jesus. with, with Christmas, like I get posting pictures of Christmas decorations and stuff that's like mm-hmm. actual cute yeah. things, but yeah. yeah, don't post pictures of, of your kids' presents and being like, oh, they were so excited to get this thing that they loved. It's just, yeah. It's not good. Well, or if you, here's the thing, if you do, because I, I don't want to like make a stumbling block or, yeah. or create a law for somebody. If you do, the question that is, is helpful for you is why am I doing it? Yeah. Does as a believer, especially the greater responsibility is posting this going to lead someone closer to Jesus or yeah. is it going to cause some sort of issue in them, a spiritual issue, a relational issue? Because if you can't answer that honestly, then I would say don't post it. Well, and one of the things, the reasons we post pictures, I know, is so that family that we're not near can see. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. When it comes to things like gifts and, and stuff like that, um, I found tagging people mm-hmm. specifically or, or sending them a direct picture or... Mm-hmm. Text uh, messaging. Man, private groups. Marco groups Polo. are the stuff. Marco Polo, yeah, just so that that person can see, hey, they got yeah. your gift, this was awesome. Yeah. I'm so grateful for the family. Like, all that stuff's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes... Uh, Look at your heart. Are you doing yeah. it because you're insecure and you're trying to overcome that or, yeah. or what? Yeah. That's um, good. And scripture tells us over and over again about how comparison mm-hmm. is not good. Yes. How um, <clears throat> buying into the culture of insecurity is not who we're called to be as believers in Christ mm-hmm. because we have an eternal security 
that goes beyond the temporal. Yeah. And so uh, one of the verses that just came to mind is um, when Paul says, it's not I who live, but Christ in me. That's good. Right? Yeah. And so this understanding of it's not I who live, but Christ in me is like, okay, if it's not you that you're living your life for, then you shouldn't be fighting for your own personal security in your image and your status. Mm. And Jesus even says, whoever, um, whoever seeks to save his life, insert image, whoever yeah. seeks to save his image, his, his persona, his status will lose it. Yeah. Um, but whoever loses his life for my sake will, will save it. And yeah. so, and Paul, uh, I mean, we know that most of what Paul wrote was from prison mm-hmm. and there's a point I think is in, is it in Philippians where he's talking about people who are preaching Christ from selfish gain. And it's like this understanding of like, you know, I, I'm, I rejoice all the more Paul could, Paul could deliver the word. Yeah. He planted churches, he poured into preachers and he led a movement of people and he could have easily been like, wow, these people are threatening my sense of security and yeah. status. But he even says like in another part, all of these things, like he has all these reasons he could boast in the flesh, mm-hmm. but he counts it all as loss yeah. compared to the surpassing worth of Christ. And like, I haven't reached that place in my maturity yet. I'm still striving though. I'm <laughs> like, trying to get there. I find I'm myself like, wow, there. Paul, like you could write that stuff from prison and you, and he did have all of these things. It's like, wow, he was, he was a Jew of the Jews. Well, and people were rubbing it in his face. Sorry, this just came to me. Like, mm. I think it's Galatians. I don't remember. Um, y'all, as a pastor, I'm it's terrible in the Bible. at remembering specific addresses <laughs> of scripture. I know the story. It's I not just, like you've been in seminary the past but, many years. I mean, I read the Bible. I know it's in anyway. <laughs> but when uh, people are stirring Paul up and they're basically like uh, challenging his authority as an apostle. Yeah. And um, Paul was like, OK, some follow Apollo, some follow me. Who cares? Who are we? You know what I mean? He's like, it's not about us. Mm-hmm. And so like Paul, even when people were trying to rub insecurity in his face. Right. People were like, oh, you're not even that good of a pastor. You're a terrible. And preacher. he's you're like, not. and it's like, it's about Jesus. Why are you trying to make this? What, about homie? Me? I feel like he was like, I don't know. I feel like Paul was like the dude who um, you just never want to argue with. Cause like whenever, well, like, you know what I mean? You know, those people like, I, I just, I'm not even gonna say nothing. Cause I know Paul's going to go, I was going to have some thing to say. It's going to be a whole three hour dissertation <laughs> on why what I said wasn't Christ-like. So I'm just going to let it slide. Right. And so, cause and, he did, Paul did have some, he would, he would fire back. He would clap back, but it wasn't in that way. It wasn't in the fleshly was. way. If you it was a spiritual clap back. Philemon, Philemon, he kind of put some holy guilt on, yes. on your boy. Or even in Galatians, like, Am I now seeking the approval of man? Yeah, like, like what? tell me whose approval that I really are you go ahead and tell me Paul, whose approval I need. Paul was double OG. Like and he, he was, if he I was, was still man. trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Yeah. If straight up if I am who you say I am. But um yeah, and and there's so many things about comparison mm-hmm. that I remember I didn't really think about the Bible actually speaking about it. But like he says, like, let each one test his own work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In other words, don't 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 go in your neighbor's kitchen. Try to figure <laughs> out what they what they making. Yeah, there's a line uh, Andy Minio says, "Don't let your food get cold looking at somebody else's hey, plate." I, I love like that. that. That's, That's a good, good one. Um, but even like Romans 12 says, "Do not mm-hmm. be conformed to the pattern of this world." We understand comparison and putting our worth in uh, in our works is a worldly thing. That really is a is. pattern of this world. Yeah. And so, not being conformed to that is an act of the will. It's a it's a truly intentional thing we have to do. It's not yeah. just don't, you know, we think of the worldly things as like, well, don't do, don't, don't sin, be, don't sin, don't be mean, don't drink, don't be debaucherous and all. Well, it's that, but it's also don't buy into these systems of value that so actually good. deplete you as a human being. Take away from your true identity. And yes. Paul says in uh, second Corinthians, he says, um, not that we dare to classify or compare ourselves with some of those who are commending themselves, Come on. but when they measure themselves by one another and compare mm-hmm. themselves with one another, they are without understanding. Yeah. And so, uh, he's telling you that when 
you are um, operating in comparison, you're operating without understanding, without biblical, godly understanding. That's and good. so, yeah, comparison in general is just not what we're called to do. Yeah. Um, also, one of my favorite verses when it comes to comparison, because comparison and insecurity uh, has to do with you not being secure in who you're called to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talked about this in um, a Inner Circle episode about, um, what's the one we just did? Uh, making peace with your imperfections. Make, thank you. Yeah. Making peace with your imperfections about uh, coming to terms with your giftings. And so Paul talks about us being a body and he says like the eye can't say to the hand, mm. you know, I'm not part of the body because I'm not the hand mm. and, and the foot can't, you know, he's talking about all these different parts of the body, uh, even ones that seem lesser, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And he even says like the parts that seem lesser, we give more honor and more dignity. Absolutely. Like you cover up your bits. You know what I mean? You cover those you up. better. Yeah, you should be covering your bits. <laughs> um, but he's saying like the parts that seem insignificant or even um, bad, quote unquote, you actually give them more dignity. Yeah. And so uh, as a part of the body of Christ, whatever gifting you have, you have to understand that God has gifted you and called you to be a part of wherever you are for mm. a special purpose. Yeah. Just something he's given you, your identity. That's right. Um, and so you have to be secure in that. Yeah. And honestly, like going back to, we gave the, the kind of the example Um, at the beginning of people saying like, well, I can't go there. I can't do this because they Mm -hmm. think they're better than me. The question that came to me or something that, that the Lord hit me with in one of those conversations was like to ask oneself self (laughs) self. That's what Um, I call myself when I talk to myself. I said self, do they think they're better than me or do I think that they're better than me? Because this is, this is another side of the insecurity thing is a low self-esteem. And of course the answer isn't having higher self-esteem. The answer isn't we've seen, um, through movements of like the self-esteem gospel and all like that actually damages our self-worth and self-image. But I think the problem we have more often is not that people, other people think they're better than you. Mm -hmm. A lot of times you actually think because of what they have or what they do or, or who their friends are or the job that they, they, they do that they're better than you because you don't have a, a healthy view of self. You don't have a healthy understanding of how much you are loved and how much has been poured out for you. And this, this happens for believers as much as non-believers. This is something that I think every Christian at a certain point, we have to start to tear down those things that we've built up as, um, as our, our worth makers. Yeah. And, Ooh, um, worth makers. That's worth good. makers. I like that. Um, but also like in ministry, we hear it a lot. Mm-hmm. I really hate, this is one, again, man, I'm not trying to be like pet peeve today. Stop being a hater. Stop I'm being a hater it. today. But there's things that I'm just like, oh, Satan, you suck because you you put this <laughs> thought in someone's mind. But it's like, well, I could never, I can't preach because I, you know, I just don't have that. And I, I'm not as good as a, of a singer as this person. Or I'm, and it's like, man, the comparison here. Yeah. It is just, it's so rampant. And we don't even realize what it is. And, and the hard part is to even call it out. Mm-hmm we're starting to step on toes yeah. when you start to say, okay, sis, bro, you're comparing well, yourself. You're comparing that person's yeah. gift to what God has called you to do. And that's not godly. But then instantly it's like, oh, now you think you're better than me. Well, the reason <laughs> it steps on toes is because you're calling someone out in an area that they've placed their identity. So you, you're stepping on a worth maker. You're, you're yes. challenging something that they have uh, set up in their ideology of the way the world works. Mm-hmm. That this is what gives you worth. This is what come gives on. you value. Mm-hmm. And so when you come to someone and you say, you think that gives you, that doesn't give you value. Well, if they don't have anything underneath that to undergird who they are, it's crumbled. Then, yeah. It's then crumbled. You're, you're attacking their personhood. And yeah. so, um, as believers in Christ, we have to feed people their identity, mm-hmm. um, at the same time as destroying these idols that they've made. Ooh. This is a, I did my, 
You build and then you pull it down. It's a <laughs> handography I'm doing right here. It's a '90s dance. It's okay. That's what you do. Video. Um, so, if anything we've said today um, doesn't strike a nerve, or if you're sitting there still being like, "Yeah, I know some people that deal with that. Oh, I know someone that needs to hear this." Oh, um, first, awesome. Share this with them. That's great. But also, uh, do some valuations. Mm -hmm. Are you putting your worth in things that are? Um, external are you putting yeah. like does it mean that you're a success because you measure up to xyz yeah does it mean that you have more value mm -hmm. because you can do xyz mm -hmm. uh, look at your life and look at what you truly feel gives you value as a person yeah and if it's not who christ has made you then you're dealing with some insecurity in your life yeah and here's the thing practically there's a lot we can do to start to move through this there's a lot of things that we continually and progressively have to apply to our lives. And so we want to give you some of these tools. Mm -hmm. um, the very first thing, as with everything we've been discussing lately, you cannot fix yourself or free yourself or make yourself more secure. This is not something yeah. in and of On yourself your own. you are going to muster up. And I think if you're like me and you've tried to put your worth in other things, if you found those worth makers to be worthless, yeah. You already know this. Like, man, it doesn't matter how many times. doesn't matter how many times that like button gets clicked. Right. I still feel empty. It doesn't matter more. how many times I go to my bank account and I see there's lots of money in it. I, I still don't feel. Oh, I'm still waiting for that, Lord. Come on, Jesus. Ooh, <laughs> 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 doesn't matter how much my children accomplish yeah. that shines back on me as a parent. I still feel empty. And and that's good. okay. That's good. You should. We should feel that. We should feel the weight of that. Because truthfully, it's only on upon meditating on the security of God's character mm -hmm. that we can start to move toward being free from this, that we can. And it's not, it's hard because it's like, don't do yeah. like, while we say practically here are things you can do. It's the don't do it's the don't strive for this. It's simply meditate. And that's mm -hmm. not just thinking every now and then. Yeah. It's not just, Oh wow, God, thanks for making me gifted. No, 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 no. Who is God? Yeah. What does his character show in his word? It's unchanging. Yeah. He is steadfast. He, look at all of the, the pro, if you just look up on Google promises of God's character or um, attribute, attributes of God, yeah. and you go to the word and you find those things, that is where we need to meditate and find the security of who he is yes. first. And then uh, know your worth, your individual worth. And mm. we did an episode on this with yes. uh, our homeboy is 316. You got to watch it. Go back, check that out. You got to watch it. Um, but it's important to gather from that, that your worth is not found externally. Mm -hmm. um, one of the most beautiful thoughts that I think you can grasp as a human being is that uh, God created you as the crown jewel of all creation, Ooh. that God looked at the earth. And at this point in time, he decided that your gifts, your talents, that your abilities were needed. Mm -hmm. And so understand that you being you is enough, that God created you. Now, don't take this as like, you don't need God. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you don't have to change to be someone else. That yeah. God created you and by his power and through his gifting mm -hmm. and through his ability in you, uh, he has in, um, embedded, Imparted? endowed in you with worth. Imputed. Imputed. No, you have your own worth because yes. you are a creation that God uh, values. Yeah, yeah. And there are so many other tips that we could throw in here. But mm -hmm. um, this last tip we want to give you is, is really all about accepting that what other people think of you is none of your business. We've talked Ooh, about this before. Come on. We've jokingly said like, ah, oh, it's none of your business, but we really want to dive into this with our inner circle. This is something we want to kind of go into a separate episode about how yeah. do you come to accept that this is none of my business, what you think of me mm -hmm. in a healthy way, not yeah. in a negative, like, well, whatever, it's not my business, but truthfully like, okay, that doesn't matter. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't change who I am. 
Um, even if you're thinking something about me that is less than what I think of myself. That's right. Um, and so we want to invite you to be a part of the inner circle. You Come can, on, you can join the inner circle. And y'all. just so you know, right now you can actually join the inner circle mm-hmm. for um, a whole year. You can pay for the whole year and it's a little discount. Mm-hmm. So normally it's like only $2 a month. Yeah. That's it's, our base. That's tier. the lowest tier. Base tier. Um, and you could, it's $24 a month if you pay for it at once. But with a discount, it's only $20 a month. Yeah, so that's that pretty out. cool. 20 bucks, you can um, be a member for a whole year. Yeah, and you get lots of perks. You get additional content. You mm-hmm. get access to us in a different way. You can be a part of our private Facebook group, which is pretty cool. That's right. Um, you also... If you want to support this ministry, which is continuing to grow, we actually just got on Pandora this week. Yeah, we so did. you can listen to us on Pandora. If you are listening on Pandora, uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Pandora um, listeners. But if you want to support this ministry with a greater amount or a one-time gift, you're like, I can't really commit to a whole year, but I want to give this. You a year-end gift yes. to the Nick Smith Podcast. We would love that. We are. Ch- there's some things happening with the Nick Smith Podcast in the future that we are yes. super excited to bring you. Um, just some just truly Holy Spirit things that are happening. And so visit patreon.com slash Nick Smith podcast and you can connect mm-hmm. with us there. You can find out all about the tiers of the inner circle. We have some really great idioms mm-hmm. that have to do with circles. Yes. Pretty clever. And there's also some really cool uh, gifts that yes. our inner circle members get. Like t-shirts. Um, like they t-shirts. are coming. They are coming, y'all. We're working <laughs> on it. Um, but there's also, depending on the tier that you sign up, there's yes. cool little bonuses you get. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. If you've listened this far all the way to the end, you're a rock star. Yes. Uh, please share this with somebody you know, somebody that you love, somebody um, that you know could benefit from knowing how to overcome insecurity in their life. Yes. Well, this has been the Nick Smith Podcast. We hope you've gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Nick Smith Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us, and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.